Hello, welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. And today I want to talk about something non-academic. It is one of those occasional conversations that I love to have with you about life itself and how we live it. And I just recently came across a situation where, uh, you know, I was up against some people who had their view of who I am. And I was trying to, of course, convince them that, you know, I'm maybe more than what they thought of me. But that sent me down this meditative road. And that's something that I've uh, developed a practice over my lifetime is that when things get hard for me, I do two things. I go and think about the world and other things in my life, especially things that make my life beautiful and better. And the second coping mechanism that I have is I try to go and do something good, help someone. That always helps me cope with any kind of professional or life stresses. But this encounter, this confrontation, so to speak, with these people, and I can't go into the details of it, it made me think about why in any given organization some people, tend to pressurize others or put them down or isolate them or silence them. And, you know, initially I thought maybe these people are power hungry and these people just want to protect their own territory. But, you know, in my conversations with much more learned people, what I've learned and which I had a sort of a non-professional inkling about is that most of the times these people who are trying to put others down or control other people's lives are deeply insecure people. These are people who have their own personal or professional doubts. These are people who feel threatened simply if you're trying to do your job better or if you're good at your job. And then their defense mechanism is in order to feel good or stay in control of the situation, they must find something to put you down, right? Or point out something that is wrong with you. Because unless they, so to speak, put you in your place, they don't feel secure. And I realized that when I thought deeply about these things, I realized how much, let's say, Mark Brocker's work has helped me understand these things. I mean, I have a lecture on radical pedagogy, his book, but quite a few of other of his ideas. And one of the things that he talks about in his works is that most people who are hateful or vengeful or even mean to others have deeply insecure identities, right? And if their identities are insecure, 
the moment they encounter someone who might be confident, who might be slightly more competent, or who might come across as someone who is not afraid of their power, their own identities go into crisis. And the only way they can stabilize them is by trying to put this other person down. And even though rationally I understand it, where are these people coming from? You might have encountered some of these people in your own life. You can share some of the information, of course, without naming anyone. But we've all encountered these situations where we are trying to figure out why is it that someone goes out of their way to target us, right? To isolate us or to say simply, just sometimes blatantly say mean things about us. The key to understanding is that they themselves are insecure. Their aggression, semiotic and other, is coming from that place of insecurity. And then how do we cope with it? I mean, the worst thing that I could do or you could do is to confront these people and try to present our case because the more articulate you are, the more threatened they would feel, right? So one of my friends suggested that what these people need is some kind of reassurances. You do something a little bit here, a little bit there, that tells them you're okay too, right? My defense mechanism throughout my life has always been to not be too blatant about my accomplishments, to not even talk about them, to diminish them sometimes, so that people around me don't have to worry about being jealous or worry about being feeling like, oh, I am outshining them, right? But we do encounter people like that in our life, in professional life, but also in personal life. And, you know, to be honest, I haven't really figured out a way of comprehensively coping with it. But one thing that I learned, and a friend suggested it to me, is that most of the times, when someone is being mean to us, when someone is trying to put us down, the way we are trained professionally, we tend to blame ourselves, right? We kind of think, oh, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Now that kind of reflection is good because we should always reflect on our actions and try to correct them if there is something wrong. But if you're up against an insecure superior or a person who is highly insecure, while you reflect on what you might be doing wrong, also reflect on, no, sometimes I don't do anything wrong and this person goes after me, right? Do not let these people gaslight you. Now chances are, as you study, get your degrees, you will enter the workforce, right? As an academic or in the professional situations. I think the capacity to understand that most of the times hostility, even racism, sexism, bigotry, it comes from a weaker identity an insecure identity, right? Understanding that is crucial. Because if then, in any given situation, even in teaching, we enable our students, 
or our colleagues or our superiors to feel better about themselves, to be able to enhance their personal identities. The end result would be that since their identities are more stable, right, they will probably not put other people down. That's the idealized version of it. But I thought I should talk about it, that as a scholar, I don't just read and write and talk to you. I also take time to reflect on things. I take time to think about my own actions every single day before going to bed. I ask myself, what have I done today? Have I done anything altruistic? If not, have I helped someone? Have I hurt someone? Because if I have, I know that I need to make amends. Now, this was taught to us by one of our professors in eighth grade, Professor Saeed Rashid. He encouraged us to think about our daily actions at the end of the day. Not in religious terms, not to account for whether we had said our prayers and had been good Muslims or not, but in secular terms, in terms of our human interactions with other people. And I've realized that if we develop this habit, we become more conscious of our actions in the world. So overall, these are some of my unfocused thoughts about you know, workplace bullies or people who find it interesting to put other people down. Just remember, they're very insecure people. Their identities are fragile and they are trying to compensate for it by actually hurting other people. I do highly recommend that you should read Mark Brocker's work, especially his radical pedagogy because he explains this whole idea of identity and its function and how to stabilize that identity and how to strengthen it. That's all I have today. Thank you so much for your time, for being patient. And if you have any questions, queries, suggestions, please post them in the comments. If you have dealt with a situation like this, and would like to share post it in the comments don't name any names but you know generally and as always stay safe and take care of each other and i will now see you next time until then as always peace and love